Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped into our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today our episode is The Art of No. Now let's set this up. Greg and I have been friends for a long time. And Greg, we haven't recorded anything together in, I believe, five weeks. Wow. Yeah. Time time is flying though, right? Uh, I, you know, I am shocked that we're recording this already on January 10th and it's like blink. I mean, it seems to be, it's like Groundhog Day, the same day, uh, day after day after day, but still going fast for me. For sure. And uh, people didn't witness what happened before we went on the air, but we had huge technical problems because we haven't done this in five weeks and I changed my desk and my setup and I think it was about, what, 10, 15 minutes before we could actually talk to each other. So exactly. uh, we're, we're, you know, if you don't use the technology uh, on a regular basis and you haven't been trained to use it properly, uh, we had a, a few false starts, but uh, I think we're okay now. We are. I've got a new computer too, so that adds to some complexity. Although I think we had that before we uh, we signed off in last year. So I think it's just, you're right, uh, the cobwebs of a new year. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, I hear you. Do you hear me? I can. So hopefully we're good to go. I think so. So let's uh, continue on. Greg and I have been managers uh, for a long time. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to look uh, and discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We're always going to start at the perspective of the employee and move on from there. And we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations, things that we've learned from other people. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. I think, Greg, we're going to have a really good discussion today. I agree. This is a good one. So the art of no. You have a question to ask your manager and you experience all or some of the following. Your boss ignores the situation or puts it off. When it is addressed, there is some confusing conversation and you leave not knowing what's going on. Your boss makes excuses and it never gets addressed. Your boss says no with no explanation or context. Your boss gives a quick okay, but later on rescinds after running into issues with those above or with the actual situation. So Greg, how does this affect our relationships in the work environment? Well, first of all, I love the the title, The Art of No, because I actually do think this is an art and it is a very hard thing to do. And it's also one of the most important things to do. The ability to say no and mean it or the ability uh, or the or on the opposite side when you don't answer and don't say no or you're afraid to say no can create so much confusion. And I think this has also been really exasperated during our remote um, uh, time frame, working remote, and in this talent war, you know, and the the great resignation or whatever you want to call it. I think it, it uh, people have lost the art of no because they're afraid to say no. Uh, but saying no isn't a bad thing. And but but there's this big fear, and when you don't say no or your no is confusing, it creates big, big issues and spin. And when spin occurs, 
um, people will spin out of your organization to something uh, more uh, palatable for them. So it's really an important um, gift to discover and, and more appropriately apply the art of no. Yeah, I've had people say no to me, and it's a measured answer. They understand the context. I understand why they're saying no. They have the proper authority to say no, and it's all good. And I get it, and I went, okay, I'm disappointed, but I understand. They understood the ask, and we move on. Yeah, yeah, you know what, it, that I love that. And, you know, that whole aspect of understanding the context and being thoughtful on how you are saying no is so, so important. And it really is consistent with, with almost every podcast that we've done is to be thoughtful um, in, in whatever you're doing. So let's uh, discuss some common sense things as a manager to help deal with this situation. I think we've touched on a bunch of the points, but let's walk through them. The first one, make sure you understand the ask and the context around it. I think this is a really good one because um, often depending on, on the context um, and, and, and also the, the environment that you're in mentally and also uh, even the environment as a work environment, um, when you don't understand, sometimes you could say no way too quickly um, or sometimes you delay the no um, because you're afraid of something. And um, that, that last part, and I mentioned this just a second ago, is really um, being curious, um, seeking to understand, and especially the context and why they're asking what they want. Um, not only does it allow you to more effectively answer yes or no, and providing the no might be the, the, right, the right response, but it also um, creates an environment for if it is no, for someone to better accept the no, because you've actually uh, asked and you've, you've, you've inquired, you've been curious about it, and that allows you to then answer in a more um, clear and specific way. And take some time to consider the implications. I would love a quick no or, you know, or yes, whatever the situation is, but I want the real answer. So sometimes you need to take some time to consider it. Maybe you have all the information, but you need to weigh it out. Like, how is this going to affect the team? You know, long-term, short-term. If you need a little bit of time, an appropriate amount of time, then I think it's important to take it. Yeah, and you know, there's always urgent situations where you need to make a decision right off the bat. But the best leaders um ask that question is this decision needed immediately now um you know is there significant risk that i need to make it and where if there isn't then it is such a powerful thing to say hey you know let me make sure i understand what you're asking and and give me some time to think about that and again not only will it make you be more thoughtful and, and, and breathe deeper and provide a bigger context. It also sends the message that I'm actually thinking about it um, because you are thinking about it. Never give the false impression the thing is going to happen. You might like yes or no really quickly because it resonates with you, but never give the impression that something's going to happen and then you have to say no later on. 
Yeah, never great. Um, but I think we talked about this on an older podcast, maybe about a year ago. Um, sometimes it happens. And even though with the best intentions, you might give the impression that something's going to happen. But then when that happens, say, listen, at the time, here's what I thought and here's why. This is what's changed. And here's why it's now no. Uh, but really be cautious. It goes back to that earlier comment about take some time, because um, the more time you take, even if it is an hour or or even if it's a couple of minutes, let me think about that or, you know, maybe longer, then it will it will mitigate those false impressions that that are can be devastating because you get people's hopes up um, you, you deteriorate trust because you've said one thing and now you're doing something different. Um, so yeah, I agree hundred percent. And if you need more information for the ask, maybe it's even from a third party, somebody else, make sure that that happens. Make sure you have all the information that you've, you're comfortable with the decision that you're going to have to make. And sometimes that means you have to go talk to somebody else as well. I love that. Oh, and, and also I'll just add, uh, putting it back on the person who's asking to say, okay, here's what I understand, but here's what I still don't understand. Do you have clarity around that? And if not, can you go and get it and engaging them in the, in the investigation or others? That's a great, it's a great way of, again, just collaboratively um, uh, understanding the situation prior to making the decision. And if the answer is a no, say so clearly, and then give the reason why it's a no. Yeah. And I don't know whether I think we're going to, we may talk about it, but I'll talk about it now. I always say there's three answers that, that you should give one of these three answers. And it is, it is yes, go for it. It is, uh, no, and here's why. Always provide the why. Or the third one, which kind of goes back to the last question or the last statement is, no, not right now, and here's what I need. Uh, so, but those are three, you can answer any question with one of those responses, but it should be one of those responses, not the, oh, you know, let me think about it and then not get back or, or, or silence, which is even worse. And I think you've given those uh, three uh, examples in a couple other podcasts that we've done as well. So that uh, that's cool. I like that. Now, the last two I'm just going to put, put together because they fit really well together. Don't mess around. You may be dealing with somebody's dreams. So a solid no with empathy and an explanation is really important, especially if you're going to be dashing somebody's dreams. I agree. And this comes back to the very first point is really understanding the context. And we say in almost every podcast, the most important thing a leader can do is know your people and know what's going on now. And then with that context, be able to uh, answer with empathy and explanation, which you've said there, which is so powerful. But if you don't know your people and what's important to them, uh, or what's their current context of their situation, both at work and not at work, um, the likelihood of you misstepping is going to be a lot higher. So as employees, there's a couple things we can do to assist in this situation. Be clear about what you're asking for. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. You know, go prepared. Uh, be specific and be clear of the why. 
as well. Now we talked about the manager saying no, why? Well, be clear of not only what you're asking for, but why it's important. Um, and that's that's a, that's key. And the next one, be realistic. Yeah, and you know, I love what I love about all of these is you know we talk about the often the managers and the and the employees are so similar, right? Um, and you know, in the in the first uh, what managers need to think about, we talk about context. Well, it's the same thing here. You know, uh, be realistic means understanding what your where your boss is at, but also uh, what's currently happening in the environment. And that will help you be more realistic. Um, it's when you don't take those things into consideration that we we tend to be unrealistic. And I think, you know, quite frankly, Greg, sometimes we try to game the system a little bit. And I'm not saying that you've done that or I'm not going to admit that I've done that. But there are times when we game the system and we push a little too hard and we know that's what we're doing. So, you know, if this is an important thing, I, it's important to be realistic in the ask. Mm -hmm. I agree. And anticipating questions or concerns is really important. And I like it as a manager when somebody comes in and they say, Alistair, this is what I want to do. This is what I see as the upside. This is the downside. And this is why I still think we should go forward with maybe a couple considerations. And I really like that when somebody comes in and they've thought out some stuff and especially if we know each other, they know what my hangups are or what I uh, pause about. So I really like it when somebody comes in and, and they don't dump some ask on me. And then I'm sitting there going like, what is this? I really like a well thought out approach to something. Yeah, I love this. And I also, again, the, the opposite of we were talking to manager, the same filter is uh, being prepared that, that anticipating questions but also um, taking time to ponder and thought and ask good questions. So if your boss says no, no sometimes doesn't mean no. No might mean no, not right now, or it might mean no because I don't have all the information or that I don't see what you see. So what employees can do, you know, if, if, if your boss does say no about something, um, there's real power in saying, well, I'm, I'm disappointing and I'm struggling with understanding the no. Can you help me understand um, what's behind that? What, 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 what would you need to see or hear or, or, uh, or me demonstrate for it to become a yes? Is there anything that, that, that would, would uh, be able to be in place? I love when people ask that question because you know, as a manager, sometimes I got so much in my head, I got so much going on that really sometimes I just feel like I got to say no, but uh, maybe I'm missing something. So your questions can be so powerful on helping your manager. So, you know, the art of no can also be from an employee perspective. What are the questions that I need to ask? How do I need to, without pushing too much, but, you know, probe a little deeper? Um, and I would also add on to this, I don't know if we've got this in here, but sometimes that same pause that we said later on, uh, earlier on in the managers, as an employee, you can say that too. You know, I'm really disappointed with that. And asking the question, is there anything more? Would it be okay if we think about it, if there's anything else that I can bring forward that can um, 
better put a better argument or or reason for moving ahead with this? Would it be okay if I brought that back? It's beautiful. Then you can go and you can think about it, ask others, just like we said the managers could do, and come back with a richer idea if you discover something. So uh, no, again, might be known now, but um, with more information or a little bit of time might become a yes. I really like that. And a whole bunch of situations are going through my head. Hmm. Now, the next one is be clear why this is important. And I think there's a couple different aspects to this. There's one like, okay, for the work, it needs to happen for the customer, whatever you do, but also uh, why it's important to you. I have said no to a couple people and then I find out later on they're ticked off with me. That's like, what was that? I didn't like, they were heavily invested in what they were doing. They, they were miles ahead. And it's like, I would have liked to have known that because I would like to manage that as well. And if somebody is heavily, heavily invested in something and I don't know that, you know, part of this conversation is about whatever the ask is, but the other part of the conversation is about the person in the conversation and, and, and so I, I just think it's so important that if you are vested in this and you've got a lot riding on it, whatever that is, maybe, you know, what you're asking to do is a work-related thing, but you're also using it as a case study because you're taking some course that we as an organization are paying for. So these types of things, as uh, an employee, I think we need to be open about why we want to do something. And often there isn't an emotional side to it or a practical side to it. But if there is, as a manager, I like to know that. I would really like to know that because I need to manage not only this question, but the employee as well. I don't want them leaving angry at me, especially if I don't know it. I agree. And you know, what's really interesting is that it's not only knowing why it's important to me, but I think I've used these terms before. A couple of my favorite terms are uh, whiffum and whammy. Uh, so whiffum is... Uh, uh, what's in it for me? So if I think about if I'm managing the no that my boss has, or even bringing my ideas forward, if I think about my what is what is there with them, what's in it for me, what's in it for them in particular to this idea, whammy is what's against my interests. So what's in it for them and what's against their interests are really important things to think about in preparation for having the dialogue. Or even if you're in the midst of the dialogue uh, and you didn't know them and you're, you're bubbling up through that filter, those are really good things that you can come back to have those discussions. So, and it helps in, 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 uh, in th this whole thing of managing or the art of no. And I believe we've already talked a little bit about uh, the next one, but let's nail this down. Listen to why not. And if you don't get why there's a no, then ask, pause, reset, come back, have a discussion. When somebody says no, it isn't the end of the conversation. And maybe you need to go away, think about it, and then come back and, and get some clarity on it. Because I think at the end of the day, if there is a no, everybody has to understand why that no has occurred and what the next steps are. So if we go in there and we're heavily invested and we're very emotional about this and somebody's saying no to us, you know, that might not really go for us, but we really do need to listen. Yeah. And if you, if there's something churning in you, find a way to express that. And it could be as simple as, you know what, I'm, 
uh, you know, I'm disappointed. And, and there, I, what I'm still trying to understand is this. Can you help me understand this a little bit more? And then I loved a lot, you know, you kind of said, but sometimes no is no, and you got to learn to let go, right? So, uh, uh, and, and not, not every time you're going to be able to get your, your way or, or um, and you might not know the full context of everything that's going on. So sometimes it's good to probe, good to bring back other thoughts, but when in the end it is finally no, or when your boss has has said to you no, and here's why, you might not agree with it, but sometimes you just got to let go. I love this last one because as a worker uh, in the police or wherever I was working, and we were very results oriented, I did not appreciate the no. And it wasn't until I became a supervisor and then a manager and I was on the other side having to say no, but have a different set sometimes of considerations that's involved in this uh, decision. And it wasn't until I became a manager that a lot of this stuff that I faced as a worker of one sort or another, it just gave me a much more clarity on the whole thing. Because there's times, especially when you're results oriented and you just like to fix problems and get over and do stuff. And somebody says no to you and go like, what are you talking about? Like, I want to finish this. I want to do this. I want to solve the problem. And it wasn't until I became a manager that I really appreciated the people that said no to me before. I now um, related to what their position was. I found myself in that position, looking at people that used to be me. And uh, I think uh, I'm glad people said no to me, you know, sometimes when I was a worker, uh, especially as an investigator. Now, uh, I really, really appreciate the people that were in charge of me, that were supervising me and managing me. And I really appreciate the job that they did when I was, especially when I was younger and I just wanted to solve all everything. And uh, I really do appreciate those people that managed me at that time. Yeah. I think there's uh, no can be a gift, right? Um, and often that gift isn't discovered until a couple of years later when upon reflection, you look about, Oh my goodness, am I ever glad I didn't go down that pathway or am I ever glad this never happened? And, you know, uh, I think I was sharing with you that there's a, a, a person named Leanne Davies who is a great author and uh, she does November and it's about learning to say no herself. But sometimes we need others to say no to us and, uh, and they may understand a broader context. They may have deeper wisdom from, uh, from more experience. And uh, although that stings to your point, um, it's often in hindsight that we think of, oh, we're grateful for those no's. Not always, but, but often. Yeah, I'm thinking about, uh, especially when I was uh, kind of a younger supervisor, especially in the police, uh, dude, you're going home. And they go, no, 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 I can keep going. Dude, you've been on this for 18 hours. You got to be back in work in six hours. You need to go home. No, no, I can, I can stay. I want to stay. It's a big no. Get going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, you know, in different stages of our careers, we work in, you know, more pressure packed situations than others. And, uh, you know, often uh, we think it's about the actual ask, but maybe it's about us. Maybe it's about where we are. Maybe we need some perspective. Maybe we need to go home and have some sleep or eat properly or whatever it is. But uh, as a manager, I find, uh, you know, the, the art of no isn't just about the situation. It's about the people involved and, and what's going on in their life, what's going on in on the team. 
And uh, that's why I think it is art. Um, anybody can say no. Anybody can say yes. But why you do that and and the depth uh, of that thought that needs to go around those types of decisions, I think, are very, very important. I love that. I do. I do think that is the part of the art because it's what's the it's the what that's happened, but it's the how it's who it's all of those things that really is important. And as a leader, sometimes it's tough to say no, but sometimes it's those other uh, things that are impacting why you make the decision to say no to something. And, and even knowing that you're not going to be liked, and I think as a manager, that's where it can be difficult because saying no uh, often results in people being a little peeved at you or frustrated or upset with you. It's mitigated a little bit if you can really take the time to say why and really understand and work through the context, but still it, it will be something that you will not, uh, some people won't appreciate the no. Uh, but the no is 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 sometimes bigger than the situation and bigger than the moment. I really appreciate uh, kind of the police side of my experience when we discuss something like this because, um, you know, no's come pretty quickly, dynamic situations. And what I learned very quickly as, as a supervisor, and I was given an opportunity to be a supervisor probably, a, you know, before I thought I would. And uh, there's a few times I had to say no to people who were more experienced than me. And you, as a manager, or as a supervisor, just have to realize that part of your job sometimes is to take a hit at that moment, that somebody's not very happy with you. And that uh, part of the art of saying no is the next day when you see them or 20 minutes later when you see them. And that, you know, it, you can't take sometimes people's frustration personally and that you have to move on. And, and it's that next stage in your relationship after you've said no to somebody. And, you know, you're not, you know, maybe they've said some harsh words to you, or you can just tell they're really upset. You cannot take that personally. And you, we need to set, we need to be role models and how to deal with that kind of conflict when that does happen. And like the next time, you know, Hey Greg, how's it going? Good. Um, I see we have, you know, X up today. Um, uh, good luck with that. Let me know if you need anything. And uh, uh, I think this is a really good thing, the team to work on today. And you you just have to move on. And I think part of the 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 art of this is that moving on to the next time you talk to them, see them, whatever it is. I know it gets complicated with COVID and all of us working from home, but I think that's part of the art too, is that next conversation with them, the next question, uh, the next situation. And uh, uh, I am very thankful to the supervisors and managers, especially earlier on when I was in the police environment, were very dynamic um, and how they handled that next conversation with me. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's really good. Did we already do the wrap up? I don't think so. The only thing I would say just for me with the wrap up is that um, it's like it's like everything as a leader. Uh, no is not a bad thing. And actually, as we've said, no can be a really powerful thing. Um, it helps you prioritize. It helps you think deeper. It, it, uh, it, there's so many great things of uh, the ability to say no. Um, but everything around no uh, is better if you have relationship and you have trust and you, and you provide context and the why. Um, and so I think that's the thing. Don't be afraid of the no. Um, 
but but ensure you're thoughtful when you have to use the no uh, is kind of the things that bubble up from my mind. I agree with everything you said. And I think I only have one comment and that's um, as a manager, your reports expect you to say yes and no. They expect you to say no in those situations where that's warranted. And um, nobody likes to be constrained all the time, but they expect that there are rules and there are parameters to what we do. And one of the big things in being a manager is that when it's time to say no, you say no and you, you do it in the way that you've discussed, but don't, you know, don't fool yourself. People expect you to say no. There's times when people have come in this to talk to me, to ask for something and they actually want the no, they know that's the right answer, but we have to have that conversation. And as uh, a manager, we have to you know pull up our boots and occasionally say the no, but realize that even if people are upset, they expect you as the manager, as the supervisor, whatever you are, to make those decisions because that's your job. And the worst thing you can do in this situation is not make a decision or make the wrong one. So make the one that you know with the information you have and then move on. Yeah, I agree 100%. And if new data bubbles up or new ideas or new insights that shift that no to a yes later on, that's fine. And if your no was wrong, you know, as a leader, you're, you're going you're gonna to make mistakes. Um, learn from your no's if, if it's the wrong no. But, uh, but I believe you're right 100%. And uh, there's nothing worse than not knowing, uh, uh, give a no. We agree on everything today. Oh my goodness. It's, you know, I guess it's the, the relaxation of, uh, of having a couple weeks off that we're mellow. And even in this mad state that we're in with another wave of COVID. That's right. So, um, I guess we should talk about, uh, Greg and I had a couple of conversations. Uh, we did a little writing, those types of things. And, uh, we have in the past, uh, interviewed people from time to time. Uh, it's been kind of an opportunity type basis and part of, uh, what are we calling it? 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. 2.0 is we're going to be a little bit more deliberate with interviewing people and talking about some, uh, topics that we aren't experts in, or it's not our experience. And I think we've done pretty good, Greg, in terms of, uh, I don't know if we've interviewed eight or nine people, but we both agree that we want to be more deliberate and bring more people into the conversation and have different conversations. So we're going to mix it up. We're going to do episodes like this. And we're also going to try to bring in some people to talk about some uh, serious uh, situations or just some experiences that we're not used to. And you were pushing for this and I like the idea. And uh, we decided that we we're going to uh, be very deliberate in trying to do that. So occasionally we're going to have the, as this podcast uh, progresses and develops and morphs a little bit, we're going to have 2.0, which is going to be those types of conversations. And we're hoping that they get mixed in more often with our regular episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking forward to it. We've had such amazing interviews so far uh, with individuals just that have a different lens, a different pathway. Um, and not only was it great learning from, uh, for us personally, we heard from listeners how, how they appreciated it because you know, we are diverse workplaces these days with, with so much varied experience and, uh, 
and knowledge. And, uh, and so the more voices that we can have coming to the table to share, hey, here's a different view that, that you might want to think about. Um, it'll make us richer team members and richer managers. So we're looking forward to doing more of that this year. And we're working hard at it. We've got a bunch of emails out and uh, probably uh, dust off some of the emails that we uh, sent out before that we didn't follow up with or, or kind of fell on the wayside. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I love it when there's somebody else in on the discussion and some of the ideas that we came up with while we were off and in some of the conversations we had, I, I'm really looking forward to it. So I think we need to do a call out and uh, this place has come up a few times. I don't know who it is. And I love the area. I visited there before and it's one of the places I would love to live in, but it will never happen. But uh, North Vancouver, welcome to the club. Ah, North Vancouver, welcome to the club. Yeah, I love uh, Vancouver. Uh, my daughter just flew out there for a uh, um, uh, trip in the fall. Um, and hopefully once we get out of this situation, more people will be heading to Vancouver. Just a great spot. Welcome. So listen, uh, folks, um, we hope that some of what we spoke about you found helpful. Uh, we also hope that you didn't find anything we said offensive or made you angry. So Greg, I think your philosophy. Yeah. You know, I had to, I always had to think about what is my philosophy? It's been so long. Uh, but you know, I, I always talk, we always end, uh, with a, a beautiful insight that I was gifted with earlier on in my career from my first coach. And that's that the best conversations that I had with my coach, where when she, uh, when in our conversation, I left uh, with uh, joy uh, of, uh, of discovery and making momentum and traction over what I was doing, and also a little bit of peeve or churn that uh, she had pointed out something or helped me see in myself something that I wasn't doing as well as I could, or maybe stumbled a bit. Um, and so, so my best conversations and in my coaching practice now, I hope to create a space where there is joy and a little bit of churn or peeve, uh, because both situations you can learn from, right? Uh, you can learn from the things you're feeling you're making traction on and also the things that sting you a little bit and make you think. So we always hope that in these conversations, you leave with some joy, maybe from something that you're making traction on, but also that there might be some challenges that you are feeling about things that you maybe need to reconsider or shift or try something new. So uh, that's uh, how we love to end each of our podcasts. And I, I think it's important to share with our listeners that uh, although we have an outline of what we're going to talk about, we really don't know what we're going to say until the day. And your philosophy also applies to us. And there's times when, you know, you've said something or I've worked out something on air. I go, okay, I feel a little uncomfortable with that. I need to work on that. Or that's a really interesting idea. I'm not sure what I think about that. So this we give to you, the listeners, but just so you know that we probably go through the same process somewhat as well. Every episode that we do. Yeah, we agreed a fair amount on this one, but there have been many times when you said something that at first I thought, well, that's not right. Or I don't think that, but normally if I ponder and challenge myself, it's something that I really need to grow and learn on. So yeah, definitely it, uh, we experience it 
uh, almost every session. Yeah. And it, it's not that we, I think we generally agree about stuff, but we come from such different experiences that you hear and go, what, what, why is that? Oh, oh, okay. And and so it doesn't, it isn't like, uh, uh, yes and no. Sometimes it, you know, we're saying things and it lands in the middle and you're not, you haven't heard it before. And you go, oh, that's because none of us like new things. Uh, well, you do, but I, I don't particularly. And so these types of conversations are good for us as well. And this is why we enjoy having these conversations because we are, although we live like, you know, 1.5 kilometers away and there's many things that we share, uh, we are very different people with very different work histories. And, and that's why we have these conversations. And that's why you should have these types of conversations as well. And we're happy that you're here uh, today, you know, kind of sitting at the diner with us as we chat away. But uh, it is so important to have really good conversations with people that are different than you, because that's how you learn. And that means sometimes means, you know, with your philosophy that, you know, you're a little aggravated by something or you're uncomfortable with something. And and part of the process of being a better employee and a better manager is to listen to different things and learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. So uh, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. We were going for like the shortest podcast episode ever, but we've solved that problem, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, folks, we're, uh, we're happy to be back. It's been a good five weeks, but uh, we've done some writing. We've done some good conversation and we're looking forward to what's in the future. But remember, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. See you next time. Take care.